Dark Art Society podcast covers a variety of important and contemporary issues, including dark art, as well as other kinds of art, literature, film, music, also culture, philosophy, dreams, paranormal experiences, magic, and a whole lot more than that. I'm Mike Carell, director of Chet's Art, I Like to Paint Monsters, and you are listening to the Dark Art Society podcast, hosted by renowned artist Chet Zar. What's up, Mike? Hey, Chet. How are you today? Oh, I'm not good, actually. No? No. I mean, I'm, yeah, we, happy, we didn't, I'm happy to be doing this interview, but the whole thing with Greg Escalante is a real bummer. Yeah, that is a serious bummer. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up or not. Actually, I was. I, I talked to Joy, and I was wondering if we were even going to record today as a result yeah, of that happening. Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know if... Uh, well, it's, that's, a, that's a shitty way to start the podcast. Yeah, right. Well, but, but, it's, but it's a memorial <laughs> in the sense that it's because you care about this person, and you love this person, and yeah, he's he was, a big part of our world, you know? So, great. of course, was, you're going to talk he, about he, it. He was great. But, but I don't want to get in the way of... Um, Dos Diablos podcast. So let's yeah, right. maybe maybe we'll save that for another. Maybe we could do a whole podcast about about Greg or something. We should. Greg was amazing. So anyway, let's let's get on to uh, uh, a brighter topic here and uh, yes, introduce our next a brighter topic in the dark art world. Yes, <laughs> that, uh, this this guy is uh, probably my favorite new artist. I, I I can't get enough of his work. I'm a huge fan, and it's his stuff is original. And it's monstery and dark and really well painted, and I and I absolutely love it. And I know Mike's a big fan as well. So, um, yes. And let let's let us introduce you to Dos Diablos. Hi guys. Hi Chet. Hey. Hi Mike. Hello. Hi. I told the audience to the to the yeah. Dark Art Society podcast, and I'm glad to to be to be here for 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 inviting me on this. And I'm very excited, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, we're excited to have you on. Um, yeah. It, this is it, our first time having someone from Mexico on here. It's that's pretty right. cool. Yeah, I'm, from, I'm, I'm from Guadalajara, Mexico. Cool. Is that where you live now? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That, Beautiful what, water now. What, what, part of, uh, uh, what part of Mexico is, is Guadalajara? Like, is it, it's in the middle of the, of, of, the, of, the, of the country. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So boy, I, I haven't seen a lot of information about you online, so I don't know anything about you personally other than the fact that you make amazing paintings. So uh, thanks for that. Yeah. What, uh, when did you start showing? How long have you been showing publicly? Uh, I have a very, a very little time doing this. I have like a, almost two years painting. That's it? Yeah. Amazing. Wow. I've been doing a lot of editorial illustration for like uh, four or five years, but mm. everything was digital. Oh, wow. So you only started painting in oil? You're painting oils, right? Yeah, oils. Yeah, for two years. That's amazing. Well, you're, yeah. you've, you've, got, you've got it. You have the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever that, that unnameable, undescribable thing is that we're yeah. always, you know, dancing around. Yeah, I just love that the, the stuff is so original and so unique, and uh, it's just I, it's so weird. It's so fucked up. I love See, it. See, that's what I want to know. Is like right away, like I'm like, where do you, you know, where do you get your in, your your influence from, or or rather your inspiration? More importantly, like w what is it that inspires you to paint these things that you're painting? Well, the first, well, I don't know. They they come from. From every from every places, from the streets, from the things I saw from 
don't know, man. There's a lot of, sometimes just put the canvas and start painting and the paint flows. So this, this just kind of naturally comes out of you. It's, it's not like yeah. you, you made a decision that I'm going to be a dark artist or anything. You just started no, painting never, and, never. and this is what came out. The, the first thing I want to, I want to do when I, when I start this, I want to start to doing cart, uh, political cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but I didn't like it because I, I love, I love a lot of the, the political cartoon, the, all the cartoonists, but one time I, I bought, I bought a, a book about this many subjects from the, from the, from the politicals from the, from the sixties. But when I, when I, when I started reading that, I didn't understand the jokes because this because this character have a, like a how to say sorry but 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 my English is not is not is not too good. I understand. We, I understand you real well so yeah, far. Yeah, you said, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. I changed my mind from this because I reading reading this book. I didn't understand the the jokes mm-hmm. or the way of the cartoon because I didn't know the things what happened in the sixties. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when these guys doing this, these, these cartoons maybe works for one, for one week, two weeks, maybe a year. But after that year, nobody, nobody, well, every, well, everybody forgot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's very, very political cartoons and political artwork even is, is very, yeah. it's tied to the, it's topical and it's tied to the time. Mm-hmm. It's not really relevant past the time that it's being created. In Other a way. than like in a, in a, like an archival kind of collectible fanny way. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. But that, but that's why I, I don't like, well, I like this. I really enjoy doing this. I tried to do it, but I never, I never had the opportunity here in Mexico because it's too rough right. to get a place. Because there are just like a few persons doing this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then well, I said, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing my digital illustrations for the for the for the magazine for the newspaper. But I start doing oils. I well because when you work in the doing the ed- editorial, you need to do it fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right. Digital is way you, fast. Yeah, and then you need you need to do maybe the illustration in two hours, right. three hours. Yeah, and then you need to to doing the stuff fast. That that's why I, I need like a chill out with this, and then I I start with oils because I need the time right to yeah. work in the paint. But anyways, I do sometimes I I do the paints in three hours, four hours. Oh wow. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of a la a la a la prima. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, I love it. 
Yeah, you you paint very you you know there's a looseness to it, which mm-hmm. I think is probably partly what attracts Chet to it. I would imagine just from my own reflections, because Chet envies that looseness a lot of the time. I think he sees in people that are effective at actually achieving that result because you are a little tighter, generally yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I also really like that looseness, but also there you know I think part of it that you've pointed out to me, Chet, in other people's artwork that I see in Dos Diablos work is that the areas <clears throat> where it's important to pay attention are well detailed. Where Whereas the areas where it's not important to pay attention are not. And that right. balance between that really moves the eyes in a way that's satisfying. And, and for me, that's part of why I really enjoy his work is because it moves my eyes around in a satisfying fashion. And it leaves me questioning, you know, and, and asking questions at the end, like, well, what the fuck? What does this mean? <laughs> well, what's this about? Where does this thing exist? <laughs> yeah. Are, you know, who's are, are hanging you, out with? Are, are you painting just kind of from your subconscious or do you have uh, Some, con- concepts sometimes? sometimes? Sometimes doing just like a, sometimes doing like a draw, so then works in a sketches, but maybe I do that uh, a few a few times only for shows doing that, but 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 my stuff I do them just like automatically. Mm-hmm. I just do it like just just like that. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. So, so did you did you have uh, any training? art training or did you go to school or anything no well i try i tried to go to the school here and and what in here here in here in mexico but i i, I didn't like i just go like a one semester mm-hmm. and then i quit i didn't like it because <laughs> because the because the teachers they are so lazy they're just talking about football about <laughs> about drinking about women really <laughs> i didn't like that yeah so you just learned on your own yeah had you have you been drawing and painting your entire life or as a kid as I, well no i used to start drawing maybe at my when i when i have like 15 years old mm-hmm. doing 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 my monster well monsters i i don't want to name it like a monster it's like a I would say sorry, man. I need, I need, I, yeah. I need, I need, right. I need to, I need to find the 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 word. Well, they're this monsters like, to me. I mean, they they have a monstrous like, quality to me. Well, it's like it's like my like a state states of mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I totally get that. It's true. Yeah. That's how mine are too. It's you know on on yeah. one level I feel like they're monsters, but more than anything they're about like an emotion. You know, yeah. or a oh, feeling. Got you yeah. know, got it. So, yeah, that's that's. I I, I just uh, you know that uh, your st- the, your work to me captures why I think uh, dark art is so relevant and so important right now is because it really is capturing how people are feeling. Like everybody, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. freaked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, things are crazy. Oh, sure. things are crazy, and the whole Trump. Is Trump is insane, and there's it's just it's it's scary. It's like the 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 scarier things get, the more relevant the artwork becomes. And you know, I think your your work is a prime example of expressing these feelings, putting them down on a canvas, so, you know, yeah, so people can kind of look at them. Sometimes I try to keep the the they keep to doing the political cartoon frustrated, but in in pain. Mm-hmm. You know, with with this with this with these characters, right? And you and, and you know now is 
you are you're you're talking about about Trump, but you and I were were fucking both sides because the the president from here is a fucking asshole, man. Really? Same like Trump, man. Yeah. The president. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, it's, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's everything is fucked everywhere, kind yeah. of. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> I was telling you yesterday. The truth of the matter is, is that, and I do believe this, is that you know we see people that are that are psychopathic and sociopathic in you know prisons, and we think, oh, those people are messed up. But we don't think about that when it concerns people in positions of power. And there are many people that were born into a position where they had enough financial means to get along in the world and not be considered a deviant, but that are equally as sociopathic and psychopathic as the people that you might see in prison. It's just that they had the money to put themselves in a position to be protected from those particular outcomes. So it's kind of a scary thing, right? Because you know that there are people out there that like what they do is that they insulate themselves with their finances in order to be able to just engage in deplorable activity that has far reaching consequences to the world, you know? And so it's, it's a terrifying thing, but then I have to say to myself at the same time, and I also said this to you the other day, Chad, is that this world that we live in, I believe is based on equilibrium and balance, right? Not to get too far away from the topic, but you know, so there has to be an equal part of each side in order to have balance. There has to be an equal amount of one thing and the other thing in order for there to be that balance maintained. And so as much as I like to say, Oh God, it's all fucked up at the same time, there's a lot of good shit happening, you know? And like you, for instance, in your artwork, that to me is the good shit that's happening. (laughs) Right. Right. That's the, but it's, it seems like the, the, uh, the, everything is so fucked up because of the lack of the apparent lack of balance. Like it seems like you, just like you're saying, you know, your president's an asshole as well. It's like, biggest. (laughs) uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. To me, it sort of seems like there's nowhere to turn. Like I can see, you know, I'm like a liberal guy. I've always been a very liberal person and very uh, proud liberal guy but i mean i'm seeing things on the left now on the far left that are almost as crazy as the stuff on the far right and so it's like there's nowhere to turn to anymore it's almost like every established oh i forgot my pop screen every established (laughs) you know uh institution Institution, that we there used to be at least somewhere to to turn to you know, and and to to get some kind of comfort or to feel like you're you're safe somehow. But it seems like now it's like there's not anywhere to turn to, and everything is sort of falling away, and we're kind of left to our own devices in a way. And yeah. uh, you know, it's I sad man, it, it is. But it's in the in the same token, it's like it's an opportunity in a way. It's just it's like. Well, would you rather be mystified by the illusion in such a fashion that you just feel complacent, or would you rather have the illusion stripped away and see the truth as ugly as it may be in order to actually feel motivated and focused on in determining, you know, that's what making a difference. Yeah. That's, you know, one thing I remember praying before when I was younger, like, I want to know the truth. I don't care what it is. I want to know the truth. God, show me the truth. Whatever it is. And it's like, uh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Because <laughs> yeah, right. the tr- truth song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But in, anyway, I just, I, I, th- this all to me points to the importance of dark art 
because we are we, we are exp- I think that you know not to toot my own horn but I think artists like uh, Jorge here and uh, you know a lot of artists especially in the dark art movement that are yeah. expressing what is actually happening on an emotional level on an energetic level and how people sure. are feeling and what's more important than that really the energy of what's going on and this is reality right right because the energy is the precursor i mean again it's like we can look at all this shit around us but we know that it's made up of things we can't even see right right and so if it's made up of things we can't even see and yet the thing we see is secondary to that well there you go the energy is the precursor to the secondary which is the physical so let's get down to the, the brass tacks right and that's what you're doing with your artwork it's like pull all the bullshit back and here's this pink undulating slick freaky looking thing that just hits you right <laughs> in the stomach like exactly a punch. exactly that's what's so cool about it that's what what i love about your artwork is that it's just when i first time i saw your first piece it was like boom this is this is hitting me this is what i want art to do it hit it's hit me and i haven't even had time to think about what i'm looking at or make make any kind of logical assumptions about it it was just like oh this is it this is it you know so this is well this is like a a kind of a kind of exercise i do when i when i when i do in my 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 illustrations my my art director always told me if you want to do something about this this is this is an this is an example if you're doing something like christmas illustration Please don't use the color of the Christmas. Do something different mm. for the people understand. This is Christmas, but but you don't use the same colors of everything, like a red, red, yeah. green, and yeah. Don't do and, the obvious thing. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. when I when I when when I start painting, I do a lot of dark, like a dark stuff. And the people told me, "Hey, your 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 paints are like a kind of sad." <laughs> It's what I'm happy doing this. <laughs> I know exactly. I, totally, man. I feel the same. Exactly. This is my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was since I was and a kid. Then, well, when I when I when I start painting, I'm I'm just I'm just a painter. I I I never I never want to reach to the people name me like a dark art artist. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I'm just a painter. Right. And, right. And, and then the people start naming like, no, you do a lot of dark art. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then that's why I try to change the subject. That, that, that's why I, I, I paint my creatures like a pinky, right. the bluish pastel. I love that that's though. Funny. I that's love so that. so good, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's your branding and it's like, you're not even trying. That's, that's the beauty <laughs> of it. <laughs> it's cool. Thank you. Thank it's you. cool. Yeah, I know a lot of artists are like that. I, we've had this discussion before about the whole dark art term terminology and the and, and um, you know my my I'm just a practical person. I've always felt like um, you know our artists are already um, uh, have a difficult time making it in the world. So it's like anything we can do to help help us and our careers is is a good thing. So that's why I've completely embraced the dark art thing. The name, I, I'm fine with yeah. it. Names okay. to me, names are like, you know, Jorge yeah. or or Chet or Mike. It's not the name doesn't matter. It's the person that matters. You know what All I mean? Right, and it's like, got it, got it. so it's like the everybody. We've we've had this discussion before, but I'll bring it up again in case you haven't heard it. But it's like my attitude is everybody already calls it dark art. So let's just keep using that. That's what everybody calls it anyway. So instead of fighting against that, we'll just accept it 
and move yeah. on and get get on with the art making, which is the only <coughs> real important part, anyways, creating the artwork. You know, well, if you if you guys are the artists of the people, you know, then that should reflect what the people are. And so it makes the perfect. Yeah, you know, that's what people. That's what the people call it. So if you know? the, yeah, so. the people call it dark art, and you guys are artists <laughs> of the people. Well, then by God, it's dark art. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's. I think. I think that's part. I mean, it's really part of why we're doing the podcast is really to kind yeah. of, you know, legitimize that style of artwork, so people don't think it's just goofy monster movies yeah oh yeah you know this is real (laughs) real and not only is it legitimate it's not only just as legitimate as any other form of painting i think it's more and i say this all the time but it is more one of the one yeah don't pay attention to mike (laughs) (laughs) he has his own way of doing things um uh it's, you it's, need to share them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. People well, done do this in video, man. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I'm back. I've recovered. <laughs> um, I, anyway, my point is that it's that it's you know it it is it, it's arguably the most relevant artwork right now, and I think it's even more relevant than political art because political yeah. art. Have, have you noticed that political art has lost its sting or whatever? Like, I see political <laughs> art now, and I'm like, yeah, everybody knows Donald Trump's an asshole. If you make Donald Trump a monster, it's like, or, you know, any number of things. It's like everybody already knows, so it's not like the political art is like... Not witty. It's it's not that it's not even not witty. It's like everybody knows the punchline already. Everybody knows. Like, back in the 60s, people were... It was harder to get information, so, you know, political really artwork was making points. It was maybe changing people's minds because they'd never thought about it before. Yeah. But now with the Internet, you have all the information all the time. And yeah, so I can make a meme right now and shoot it over in five seconds. Right, right. So it's like <laughs> so to me, the political art kind of falls flat and it's not as relevant anymore. And the thing that still that is, like I said, even more relevant is this kind of emotional, dark work that's expressing something deeper than just the political climate and really like a deeper issue and why the political well, climate's so fucked up. Totally. You know? And I think yeah. Chad, you, you raise a good point. And also I think it's the level of ambiguity because right. here's the beauty right, of, right. Uh, of art that is well done is that it is a mirror, right? And it reflects back to us, whatever it is that we are putting into it because you're the only one perceiving it. So if you're observing this thing, this painting in front of you, anything that's being informed about that is all you. That's just a game you're playing right. with yourself, with the painting. Yeah. It's like a mirror. And so you know, to have a painting that is something that is ambiguous and amorphous and that you can't pin down and you really can't place it and you can't really give it, uh, you know, a, as you said, Chet, earlier, a, a, de- a description and a name and, and categorize it. When it, when you leave your, your audience out in that zone, it, it pulls out these emotions from them that they might even not realize they have. Right. And that is the beauty of, collect, you know, tapping into that collective unconscious. And so it's yeah. innately what you automatic artists, as I like to call you and as you even called yourself it's what you guys do i'm not an automatic artist i mean i can doodle right and that and then that's automatic but that's about as far as my my automatic artistry goes is doodling you know <laughs> right. like i can't do it on a grander scale so i envy intensely uh but not in in like a gross way but just in like that's so cool that they can do it in 
that size with that medium because I'll just never build it. That's not my right, thing, right, you know? Right. And so I could sit here and doodle all day long, but it's not going to have the impact that a painting that's framed right. hanging in a gallery is going to have, or even for that matter, on social media for people to see and be affected by. Yeah, that that ambiguity too is what I love about your work is 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 there is that that that's that's kind of a problem for I think a lot of the dark uh, newer younger dark artists is that it's almost like they're telling you too much you know totally. some of it like they're 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 it's too obvious what the painting means Oh yeah you got know it, what I mean got it, got it what you say but, well, but yours is so I, like it's so vague it, it, it's so much more open it's what, I, I love it I love that's what, one of the things I love about it I think if you're gonna start to paint you need to to have like a story to say to tell mm-hmm. because a lot of people mm-hmm. to paint to start painting trying to do the stuff of the other guys. Like uh, imi- imitating, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, of something. Well, may- maybe, maybe the, the the people watch my my painting and say, "Oh, your paint looks like I don't know, you name it." And maybe looks because I have hundreds of in- influence, man. I right. have in- a lot of influence from cartoonists, from painters, from movies, from right. from from the street, man. Yep. And then I think if you need to. Create like a your own pain, your own your own your own path of work. I think you need to kill your father. Uh, this is like a metaphor. You right. need to kill <laughs> 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 because your because your fathers are like a, maybe your father is Goya, Caravaggio. I know a lot. You need to understand them. You need to understand that their time they live. And then kill it because if you don't kill these fathers, you your your paints gonna looks like those guys. Yep. You know. Uh, Definitely. Well, you know what what I mean? I don't know if. Oh yeah, no, Ab- that totally makes sense. Ab- yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's all. You know, that's half the battle. You know, is developing your own style while still you know learning from the people, the artwork that you love. You got to take it in. You got to process it. And you got to make sure it's your own. Otherwise, you're just ripping people off. You're not doing. You're you not guys, doing it. You're not doing the you thing. You guys are lucky though, as automatic painters again, because it's like you guys don't have to think that much about it. You know, once you're now that you guys have graduated to that stage of just being able to do it and not really think about it, you don't have to really like consciously think. Yes, like, well, I hope this doesn't really look. Do you? You have? Do you worry about your shit looking like other people's stuff? Because I know that Chet says that he's caught himself doing it before. Yet yesterday, I was. I was doing a paint and then almost finish and then see the paint and looks like fuck looks like a chit sort paint man. I need to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes something's happened. Sorry, man. <laughs> then I need to kill you, Chad. Kill you, man. Kill me, you gotta kill me. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a biter, that's so cool, you know, because we talked about this. I, I mean, yeah. I'm sure you probably listened to we've talked about it. It's like the thing is is that you know it's it's it to some degree it's endearing when someone is biting at someone else, but it's also kind of annoying too, you know. Uh, so that's that's pretty beautiful that you would own up to that, man. I, I uh, got I got mad respect for you. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've done the same thing. I've done the same thing. It's like if I and usually when I have a really an idea for a painting that I think is amazing, I 
I will Google search it to make sure someone else hasn't done it, you know, because I, I've, you know, I don't want to bother. I mean, I had one that was just, it was, it seemed so obvious. I forgot what it was. It was like Ronald McDonald with, with a skull head or something like that. And I was like, Oh man, I've never seen this. This would be pretty amazing. And then I Googled it and there was a million of them, obviously, but, but you know, I've done that when I was writing music, I, I've, you know, well, yeah, you, Chet, Chet and I do it actually a lot and you, Chet, you've helped me to do it in my, cause you know, recently I did my Mysterian Kickstarter campaign, which wasn't called that originally. Right. And that was, you know, even after an effort of Googling and Googling and like trying to, you know, figure it all out and know what's up, you can still get stopped up even yeah. when you don't mean yeah, to bust, it, bust someone's nuts. It's impossible, man. Yeah. Cause There's, of the internet, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of creative people around around the world man that that that's impossible yeah yeah but yeah, it's totally. it's it's just all all you can do is do your best to make the effort to yeah. be original and i've well, been and i've been there before diplomatic. too and if you're diplomatic, because like in that situation that I was in, you know, the guy, the guy came to me and said, this is what's up. And I came back to him and was like, no problem. I respect you. I'll do what I need to do to change it. Changed it. We're both happy. So, again, that's how the world should be operating. Not with like crazy warmongers that are like, no, my oh, yeah. balls are bigger than your balls. <laughs> it's like, no, how about like, no, no, dig it. I'll, I'll compromise with you because I think we all have to live here together. Oh, shit. What a concept. Right. That seems well, so obvious to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he's saying is, is, you know, he, he saw that it looked too much like something. So he changed it. And it's like, I've done the same thing. It's like, you know, even if it's, even if it's not going to be as good, it's, I'm going to change it because I'd rather it not be as good than be ripping someone off. But, but it turned out better actually. So if you roll with it and you're just yeah, cool yeah, and open yeah. to it, the name that it ended up being is better because it's more indicative of the thing it was about. So, you know, again, if you're open to things as opposed to closed off to things, amazing things happen. What a concept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who, what, who are you, your, uh, your major influences, your artistic influences? Yeah, he named a few there that I was pretty happy with. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love the old masters. Yeah. A lot. I love a lot of, uh, Goya. Yeah. Goya mm-hmm. is the man. Goya, Caraballo, Rafael Sancio, uh, who else? There, there's a lot, man. There's hundreds of Jacob. I know. That's... I love, I love Rembrandt because I love the paint. When you see the paint, you know, when yeah. you see the brush stroke, the past yep. stuff, I love that. That's yeah, you can Rembrandt, man. Yeah, you can see, you can tell on the strokes that the paint was kind of dry towards the end of the sitting, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of sticky. So when he's pulling the brush away, yeah. it's almost. It's really amazing. It is really amazing. And the major, my 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 major artist for me is Velázquez. Oh yeah, Diego, yeah. Diego Velázquez uh-huh. for a- me is the, is the biggest because I saw some paints of this guy, and this guy solved the paints just with a, just like a little brush strokes and do like a, a, a hat or I don't know the face with just a little brush strokes. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, that guy was a genius, man. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to mention him. He's he's definitely one of my favorites. Amazing. So, um, and, yeah. What about what, uh, what? What was your what was your first show in the in a gallery? Actually, when did you first start showing? Well, I started doing shows here in Guadalajara, Mexico. Do they have places to show that your yeah. kind of work? Oh, I bet they do. Yeah, yeah. We. 
Well, if you if you come to Hidalgo, this is this is like a big city, man. This is not like a donkey right, town. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's metropolitan area. But still, there's people think that. But there's still like a lot of places in the United States where you can't show your kind of artwork because oh. there's no galleries for it. So, you know, dark stuff. I mean, oh yeah, you yeah, know I got what it. I mean, that, so, well, that well, that's my that's my problem here in Guadalajara because I start doing this those paints. And then the the gallery, well, the places where I go to the group shops, the people didn't like it sometimes because they oh, they're so gross. They're so aggressive. <laughs> so what? <laughs> but they put in the same gallery, they, they put a Jesus Christ mm-hmm. crucified with blood. They say, oh, the mind is gross. Man. Yeah, Look no kidding. That. Exactly, exactly. What's more morbid? Yeah, the hypocrisy. Yeah, it's not, you know, that's the... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love that about Catholicism is that oh, it's yeah, so I mean, morbid that, and creepy. That, I like that. Yeah, that. But people don't but people don't realize that. Yeah, it's you know, it's kind of dark art, too. Well, you know, what's <laughs> funny, though, I think it's because they don't even see it. Yeah, it is. And they don't but they don't see it for what it is. Like when a person looks at a crucifix, they don't see, an, a, you know, like an electric chair. They don't see a noose. They don't see a guillotine, right? right? But that's what a fucking crucifix was for. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> let's get serious here. So the thing is, is that when they see it, they think this totally different thing. Now, I get why that is, and right, that makes right. sense. But at the same time, like you said, it is dark art. <laughs> the Bible is probably the darkest piece of literature that's ever been written. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's sort dark. <laughs> so yeah, anybody that has a problem with your shit that's got you know Jesus Christ crucified needs to like the, check themselves. But this is beautiful because the artist, the the crucifixion is like right, a right. just like a very horrible act. But the, it's beautiful because the artist who painted who doing like a glorious thing. right. Yeah. Definitely. Well, not to mention the the truth of the story, if you treat it as a parable and a metaphor, as opposed to this very oh, specific God. story yeah. of this man, it's like this guy that's like, you know what, straight up, like, I will take anything you can give me because I believe so much that I'm already God and that it doesn't even matter that like, I don't even care. Like, fuck, cut me apart, hang yeah. me up, suffocate <laughs> me, go ahead, bring me. Bring it, motherfuckers. Like, what a what a big, bald motherfucker. Because you know what? He knew, because he had no ego. He knew that right. he already was God. And that he couldn't yeah. be hurt, and none of it meant I know. anything. I know. And when he, you put it in that context. part of the parable. You put it in that context, and it is. It's amazing. It's just got so much baggage because, you know, fundamentalists are, have fucked everything up. It's, but, deep. Oh, yeah, it's been ruined. Very it's been deep. ruined. Any, anyway, back uh yeah where did you where, where, yeah where'd you come come up with that name the, the oh the name uh that's uh that's a very easy this is a game here well when i when i when i start doing illustrations editorial illustration i want to do like uh my company of illustration here mm-hmm. and then i name it first I want to name it like a, because I I do a lot of style of illustration and then I want to to do like a, the the people look the, there's like a, many guys doing doing illustrations mm-hmm. and then and then I put those diablos because this is like a, I don't know if you know the the board game the Me- the Mexican board game named the Loteria this is like a kind of uh, how is the name? I forgot the name of your. That's a game 
who play the elder people over there uh, with numbers. What's his name? With numbers? Fuck, I, I see my phone. Who's the name? Oh, Bingo? Yeah, yeah, Bingo. Bingo. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with the cards? The Mexican? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are There's great. A, I love those cards. Yeah. <laughs> They're cool. Well, in, in Nico, they, they have like a Bingo il, il, Illustrator. Right. And then... The the there's a car with the 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 devil el diablito. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. And the car the is devil? The, yeah. And and the car is a uh, number two. That's why I put the two. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Because because yeah, I that's love, great, uh, man. I love that kind of art. Yeah, me they too. Make, they make they make the Mexican art with with no with no with no author. You know, there there are some people they wanna do something for living for make some money and then just start illustrating that without without education or right or, it's like folk art kind right, of. Right. yeah well you'd think that in you'd think that with like dia de los muertos and stuff it would be like a big deal you know like like your, your art would be more accepted because of stuff like that you know because it's more part of the culture it would seem uh yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what i would think too Yes or no, because the Dia de los Muertos here is like a kind of, well, now because of the movie of James Bond doing like a, the Dia de los Muertos from here look, look like a parade and all right. this stuff. That's life. Mm. That, that, that's never happened here, man. That, the Dia de los Muertos years ago the, just is the celebration of the people and the, and the families go to the cemeteries and put altars and play music right. and and brings food and that's it. Mm, right, but, right. But the but the but but the people never use like a costume. Oh really? Before. Sure. Mm. And then start with the costumes because the this idea of the skeleton with a with a with with a hat, I don't know if you yeah. know that this is like a etching of one etching guy from Mexico, his name is Guadalupe Posadas. Uh -huh. hmm. This, this guy is like a editorial il illustrator from the from the twenties, from the revolution times, mm. huh. and and then the meaning of uh, well, this, this this guy make this etching of the of the school with the with the. Oh yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. I know that etching. Yeah, yeah. I know the main the 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 one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. famous. It's really famous. Pretty famous, but the people don't know the real meaning of that because Guadalupe Posadas do that because he is telling the people this is the death of the rich people now. Oh wow! Because <laughs> nice. That, 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 that's why you see like a like a nice lady of that time with a hat, but this is uh, cool. right. That's, that's then, great history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but the, but the people take just like uh, the fo the folk stuff and make like a a tale of I don't know where it came man, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a trip. That's very interesting. I love that kind of stuff. See, I live, you know, I live in New Mexico, and I've been actually learning Spanish since I was like 13 years old, and gone to Mexico a bunch of times, and so I'm like, I love the language, I love the culture, and it's a trip here because it's so much different. Because here, it's all influenced from Chihuahua, so it's all like oh, a yeah. completely different thing. It's a totally different language, a completely different dialect than like you know some of the island places that I've been, like Cozumel, and you know, it's oh, just yeah. it's a 
it's a trip here, man. And and the people like they have rituals here where every year people will come for miles and like walk themselves all the way up to uh, Santuario de Chimayo. And it's like this whole thing where they literally they'll put crosses on their back and walk from oh, Albuquerque yeah. on the freeways and shit, man, for like <laughs> seriously, like hundreds of miles. Some people will prostrate <laughs> themselves and crawl. It's amazing. They'll even put they put like porta potties and water on the sides of the road and they have signs and cones. So like be careful because this is the route to santuario you know <laughs> and these people are and it's amazing i mean it's like and every year just like you'll see old like women and like little kids and it's just amazing it's like that kind of shit doesn't happen in america or in the united states rather you know what i mean whereas like here i am in new mexico and i know this hasn't been a state for that long but still you know it still happens and it's like that's so much better than living in a place like washington where i'm from where it's just like european anglo-saxons walking around here check it out <laughs> No. <laughs> hey, uh, what's your your name? So your name, your do, do you do you like to go by your your given your birth name, or do you not like people to know your name? Oh, the people always call me Diablo here in Mexico and the states Di- call me Diablo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so you're referred to as Diablo. no one calls you Jorge. Or, or, uh, maybe no. Even even in my 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 mom never called me Jorge. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Okay, so you're Diablo. How so? How old are yeah. you? I I have thirty four years. Okay, cool. So, so yeah. uh, do you have um? So you as as far as the United States, when how when did you start showing here? Well, uh, I started this year. It was just this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. I told cool. Gary. I told Gary at Copper, you got to get this guy in the gallery. Oh, thank and, you, man. And then, I, and then I keep seeing you show up at uh, La Luz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, let me let me let me tell you about the the stuff from here from from Mexico when I when I when I start showing here, mm-hmm. the people don't don't like my paints, and then they start to put in my paints and on the back of the gallery because they don't want to show them right. because they're because they're not beauty, and sometimes they. They just hang the paint without like a without the name or nothing, yeah. and the people say, "Who who who did this?" And then and then I need to to be staring up the paint. Yeah, I I I am I am the the, the painter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I, what, just just to interject really quick, I I was uh, in a big gallery uh, museum show, and they put me and Michael Husser. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I forget who, uh, like Joel what? Peter, Joel Peter Weekend. They put us by the bathrooms oh. <laughs> because they're because we were the darkest yeah. stuff there, you know. Yeah. And it was like an. I bet big... you guys got the best traffic that. <laughs> <anybody though. laughs> you know, That's true. That's true. To to That's true. Anyway, go go ahead. Go ahead with your story. Well, and then I show here maybe like uh, three, four times in group and group shows, and then. I organized uh, a, a, a show, a, a Krampus show here in Guadalajara because nobody knows who is Krampus here. Right. Uh, really? Yeah, nobody. Ah, that's and, funny. And then, and then when I when I when I say or, or organize this, the people say you're gonna show. Uh, sorry, you're gonna make a show of the of the of of the devil here, and the people they they. <laughs> They didn't believe, man. They say, yeah, yeah, I gonna, I gonna do it. What? But it's, a, it's a devil. Oh, first of all, uh, here Guadalajara is the more Catholic city of 
all Mexico. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. And then the people they 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 didn't understand why I do a show like a, like a worshiping a devil. The, right. The, <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> but well, I do I. I do that. I I do the show. I think no nobody comes to this show because all the fucking media say this is bad. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> but the, but the, but the people love it, man. The people love the devil. Here oh well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, there's like a um, twenty paints, and we sold like uh, the half. Wow. That yeah, that was that was good nice. for a show of the of the devil, right? That's great. That's what I that's what I usually I only sell half my paintings usually at shows. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. And then and then when I when I finish this this exhibition, oh because this is this is this is like a group show, but this 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 is not my own okay. my own show. The I don't know, I I feel like a tire because the people they, the people who who work in the in the show with me, later he go to participate in, in other in other shows or another stuff. But 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 they didn't invite me, you know. Mm-hmm. And say, wow, man, mm-hmm. and they say fucking Mexico, man. I don't want to do nothing here in Mexico. And then that's why, yeah. And then I I I, I try to reach some galleries over there in Me- in, in, in the states. And La Luz de Jesus was the the first the first one because they invited me by a, by a, a group show a big one they have in in March I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the name is like La Lula La La Luza Palusa yeah 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 that's mm-hmm. yeah I know the show they 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 invite me over there and then I just participated with just four paints and the people love it the people buy all oh good yeah and nice. that was, and then, and then I start publishing my paints in Instagram because I don't want to do it because when I when I when I start to painting, my girl my girlfriend caricatura you know her yeah you, yeah 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 she's super cool. She had, she had, she had told me why why did you don't put this on on Instagram and uh, and uh, and uh, and then I I said because this is too personal for me I don't I, I don't want to show it to to other people. And then she 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 convinced me to do this, and put one put one paint, and then two three, and then by the four paint one one guy on his on Instagram buy buy me the paint. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and then and then and then start putting more and more, and the people start start buying. But almost all the all the people are from from the states or from Europe. Wow. Yeah. 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 And in in Mexico, maybe there are just like uh, three persons who have my paints. That's it. Wow, what a trip! Wow, what a trip! Yeah, I, <laughs> you I, and I the exact got, same time. What a trip! <laughs> I've actually though I've got. I mean, we have um, for the for the podcast. There's quite a we've got a lot of listens in Mexico, don't we? Yeah, because we have statistics we can see. One of our, one of our oh, biggest yeah? ones. Yeah, yeah, and same with my my Instagram. It's like uh, uh, I think Mexico City is like fourth or fifth largest or something. You must do a show over there, man. I know. I would love to. 
Yeah. I would love to. Or, yeah, it's always like it's always like Canada, the UK, Mexico, no, United States, and, yeah, and it's Australia, United States, Canada, United States, yeah. and then there's like a smattering of other really weird shit, like like names of the places you didn't even know were countries. You're like, whoa, <laughs> holy shit! Some motherfuckers love this stuff, you know. Yeah. But this talking about Chet's stuff here. Yeah, no, no it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. So, well, that's. Well, uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised uh, there's not a bigger scene in in Mexico. Yeah, it's a trip. Uh, well. There is the, the I don't, the, I know, I'm not a friend of them. That's why. Oh. Uh, I see. So oh, it's kind of like, you're not, yeah. This is like a circle of people that just move there to, they're just friends, you know? Right. Yeah. Sure. That's like and how it is. It's, it's like that here on the big, on the high, yeah. on the high levels, you know, I don't know any yeah, of those people. Blue chip galleries. Yeah, the blue chip galleries. It's who, who you know. So you well, so, you got to carve a niche out for yourself. That's the thing. Like sell a shitload of paintings to people in in Europe and the United States, right? And get a bunch of money together, and then and then you'll actually be able to say, no, check it out. Look at all these paintings I sold. You know, you guys need to be showing my shit here, and they'll they'll actually pay credence to yeah, it. Yeah, that's you know? that's it's, actually you have proof. Then that's actually how it works. You know, it's like they uh, they they ignore you until they see that you can sell work, oh, and then yeah, all of a no, sudden they man. love you. Uh, you're like I sold thirty seven <laughs> paintings, and they're like. Oh, okay. Well, now we'll let you in the door. Yeah, when I, the the last the last July, I I make I make a show in in a, in a, in a loose, uh-huh. and and when I and when I come back here to Mexico, the people start people like uh, I never I never talk. They start talk to me because it's oh you go you go to make exhibit and and in a, in a, in LA, I don't know like a very how. I don't know how 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 name these people like uh, they have like the ah, shit. Sorry, man. I don't know the word for this. But they start talking to me because I do the exhibition over there. But when I stay, but when I start doing my my stuff here, no nobody right. nobody. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's funny. But well, well, you you are you're you're saying the. Your listeners, they are, they are, they're from Mexico, and there's, well, it's nice. But I want to say that the main, the main place from the people buy my work is in Virginia. I don't know why. <laughs> really? Virginia? Dude, Virginia? I know. Here's yeah. the thing, dude. I have a lot of experience in Virginia too. <laughs> yeah, there's, dude, there's people in Virginia that dig oh, dark oh, art. No, Seriously. Man, the, in the, I don't know, the people from the East Coast. The people from the East Coast buy buy all my stuff. I don't know why, man. Oh, what a trip. I'm just gonna, yeah, mad shout out right now. Mad shout out to West Virginia, Virginia, and New Jersey. Those three states, what's up from the Dark Art Society? Because I'm with yeah, you, man. I see a lot, our, I love, chat, man. a lot of our stuff goes out to New Jersey, West Virginia, and Virginia. I'm serious. Really? It's wow. kind of it's bizarre. That, yeah. is, that is bizarre. I always thought L.A. was kind of the big... Area, of course, but. you you live there though, so that's what you get the vibe <laughs> off of. I live in New Mexico. I live in the middle of nowhere, so like I actually <laughs> see where a lot of this stuff ends up, and it's like, wow, this is a trip. Like Ohio too, man. Motherfuckers yeah, in Ohio get down. That's true. I mean, I'm but so no, West I, Virginia, I, Virginia, and, and New Jersey. It trips me out how many people buy dark art from over there. It's it's really surprising. Yeah. So. If anybody is listening right now from West Virginia, Virginia, New Jersey, you got a shout out from Mexico. You got a shout out from Nuevo Mexico. And Chet, he says, "Yeah, I'll give you a nod." <laughs> <laughs> we need 
we needed to do a, a big show over there, man. Yeah, in, right. in Virginia. Yeah, right. I love that area. I drove through West Virginia and Virginia for, and we, we were on like a two week road trip. We drove through that vicinity and man, it's gorgeous. And the people are so down to earth too. They're so straight up. It's great. Hmm. Right. Well, Joy got her hair done at this barber or like a, a woman's barber shop. We were like staying. Well, we drove. Okay. I'm sorry. I got to say this real quick. We drove for 19 hours. Right. And we, yeah, we drove from Hayes, Kansas to cross lanes, West Virginia. Okay. That's a long, that's like six and a half States or something. And we got there and we slept for like, I don't know, 13 hours and we got up and Joy went and got her hair done at this place and the ladies in the hair place were like, oh, hun, you need to smoke some marijuana. You'd be feeling so much better. They're like going <laughs> off her. They were, just like, they were so cool, these ladies. They were just like, come have some barbecue and smoke some marijuana, honey. You'll be, and let, let us do your hair. They were just like, straight up, good people, you know? Wow. Well, Okay. Anyway, back uh, back to Diablo. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, what what do, do you have any other shows planned for uh, the future in the yeah. states, or what's what's going on with that? Yeah, in October, October seventh, and Copro. Oh right. Say, oh nice. That's what's by the Guillermo del Toro tribute show. Oh, that's great. You got a piece in that. Physical, huh? Yeah, two pieces. If Excellent. you want oh, to cool. and among with you, man. Yeah, yeah. Good with you, man. Are you going to be there? Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That'll be fun. So, That'll be a good night. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot a lot of good a lot of good artists and people. I think it's going to be a good night. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. I'm I'm dying right now trying to finish the paintings for for my the show. Fear. The fear. Yeah, it's killing, yeah, That's it's what I say me. every time now because it's like we're getting closer. So every time I just have to like say that. That'll be my my catchphrase. Every time Chet's first time at the show, I'll go, the fear. That put some reverb, man. Yeah. yeah put, some, <laughs> put some put some echo on that. More cowbell. We'll get so Brian do- Kilgore on that. Thanks, Brian Kilgore, for all your beautiful masters. Audio. That's right. So, do, do you have any other? Uh, is that the the next thing, or do you have any plans for a solo show or, or anything coming up? No, just just like a group show. They're gonna have this in in Copero. I have another one in in the same the same day in Hive Gallery. This is like a, a Krampus show at the Hive. Uh huh. Oh, okay, cool. You know Nathan? The, no, the, Nathan no. Cartwright. Yeah, he's he's an old buddy from. He's the guy who owns the gallery. He's an old buddy from the Cannibal Flower days back when we were both just starting out. He's a really, really cool guy. So if you get a chance to ever yeah, meet him, maybe, he's yeah, a great guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you in in October, maybe. Cool. And then, uh, well, I I have a show over there, and then there is a show in. What's in? Sorry, I don't remember the name of this state. Fuck, this over there by. West Virginia, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember the gallery name? Uh, Shape. Shape Gallery? Shape Gallery is in... Oh, just give me a segment. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I'm looking at it up right now. I'm already on it. <laughs> Shape Gallery. Let's Shippensburg? Shippensburg? No, it's... Uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, PA. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> What's up, Pennsylvania? <laughs> I have a show over there. I have another show in, te- in Texas, like a tribute show of Tim Burton. Oh, nice. Cool. We're in Texas. We're in Texas. I don't remember, man. I think in Houston? 
I hope uh, not, because they just got walloped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been the United States have been dosed, man. Right now, we got Irma about to land and just destroy, destroy Florida and that whole entire North Carolina eastern seaboard. We got fires ripping up the gorge in Washington, just destroying like five thousand acres of like old growth and shit. It's crazy. And Boiling Oregon. fish hatcheries and Oregon, Oregon yeah. and California. You got the fires it's in crazy. California. Yeah, it's crazy. And then there was what? There was an eight point. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Earthquake down there earthquake in Mexico? In, in Oaxaca. Wow. Oh, in Oaxaca? Oh, yeah, that's terrible. I, I think the center of the, of, the, of the earthquake was in Oaxaca, man. There was, oh. maybe there go like uh, 60 people dead. Now. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like, that's, that's Mazatec zone. Yeah, that's like know. traditional Salvia Divinorum land right there. So, um, wh- where do you... Where did, is the best place to see your work online? Because it's uh, yeah, we want to put a link on here. Instagram, you can see my work on on okay, let's, Instagram. We'll put your we'll put his Instagram link on there, and it's you uh, can you can see my fresh work over there. Dos Diablos uh, is just your name on there. At, uh, dos Diablos dos. Oh right, Dos Diablos dos on there. Cool. Oh, so it's Instagram dot com forward slash Dos Diablos dos. Correct. If uh, the people want to ask me anything. Feel free to ask. Don't worry. Cool. Do you I, sh- I, I I always answer. Do you, do you, sh- do you excellent? That's great. That's smart too. That's good. That's good. Good yes. good thing. Um, good uh, dark art marketing, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, do uh, do you show progress stuff or do you just show finished pieces? Uh, just finished pieces because I do the paint like in two three hours and That's, then I I, you, I don't I don't have the time to you, put the process. You got an iPhone. Uh, uh, kind of, yeah. Cause, cause it's got shoot a time lapse. Do a time lapse, oh, man. Yeah. Set it shoot up. Time lapses. You'll you'll get. Uh, ever since I started doing time lapses of my paintings, my friend count, follower count has gone way up. Oh yeah. Yeah. People, time lapses is like the SEO drive on time lapses. The algorithm for that <laughs> on Instagram's hot. Yeah, I do it, man. Push yeah. It. If you can set set something like that up, it'll be huge. It'll really make a big difference. I've noticed a, a giant difference. Great yeah. Man. Yeah, uh, any anything time lapse is great, and people love to see the process too. You know, I would love to see the. I would totally yeah, lo- love too. to see your processes of your work. You know, I love I, I love the 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 the, the time the time lapse you 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 share with the choco taco stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stuck it, it in there for a minute. So those you're those you're they you're owe you sponsorship <laughs> money. <laughs> Dude, I bought a Choco Taco in Cimarron, New Mexico the other day, <laughs> and Choco Taco owns Chet Three Cents for that Choco Taco. Right. The only reason I bought it is because of him. <laughs> and wasn't it great? Uh, it was. It had been there for a long time. Okay. I think the Choco Taco maybe has doesn't have the following it deserves out in Cimarron. <laughs> but, but but this is this is my question. The Choco Taco tastes good, man. I never tried. That. Oh, it's it's they delicious. Are good, yeah, they are good. Yeah. They're basically like an ice cream cone because it's like the taco. Yeah. The taco shell is just like a, is ice cream is a cone. It's like oh, the this, cone this material, and then what would be the meat is like vanilla ice cream, and then it's got chocolate, it's like hard chocolate on top of it with some nuts. It's, it's so it's just stupid. It's just like it's like a a waffle cone bent in half, filled with ice cream, hard chocolate, and nuts. Yeah, that it's looks like, like those a nutty buddies, or there, there's like an ice cream cone drumsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just oh, yeah, like, I got it. it's just uh, like drumstick. a drumstick, but it's shaped like a taco. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's ridiculous. Totally 
yeah <laughs> totally stupid that, that, but, but it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know i don't know I, you know i think that, no seriously choco taco needs to listen to this podcast <laughs> and then throw down some dough so we could do like little hey, bonus like you know you think here and there remember how i used to eat otter pops when i was eating otter pops yep, a lot yep. you know do you know otter pops I do. They're like they're popsicles, but they ha- they're like they've got oh, yeah, little characters yeah. on them. I was yeah, I get it. I was eating those a lot, and I was posting pictures of them and, and putting hashtag Otter Pops just as a joke. And they wrote me back, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna send you a free case of Otter Pops," and they never sent oh, it. Oh, <laughs> they never on. sent it. It was like come such on. a such a letdown. <laughs> but, get with the Otter Pops, <laughs> folks. Anyway, well, let's let's wrap it up here. I everyone, you know. Uh, uh, Dos Diablos' work is 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 uh, still pretty affordable, so you should buy it. It's a really a good yeah, invest- get, get it now. It's, it's a Seriously. good investment because the stuff's only going to go up in value because this stuff is great. Everybody I know who sees this stuff loves it, so it's nope. uh, it's it's really important work. So um, if you're a collector, you should jump on it. And I own a piece, uh, and I love I love my piece. And uh, thank you thank you for that that piece. It's it's awesome. And, okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, one last thing I want to say from a technical standpoint for other artists is that I noticed from your work that I see a lot of younger artists make make the mistake that that you don't make, and that is that your colors are not too; they're mixed. Your colors are mixed. They're grayed out. They're grayed down. They're not, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people yeah, you see, it's like sure. they're using color right out of the tube or they just use the color out of the tube with a little bit of white. It's like, no, you got to learn your color theory. You got to learn your complementary colors and look at um, Diablo's work and look at how grayed out everything is and how, how pleasing to the eye that is. You know, that, that's just, uh, I love your colors. Your, your palette's amazing. And, and well, I, want, the, I, I, I just I just want to tell the people who paint. I just have like a two years painting. The people can do it there. The people they need to paint more. Right. <laughs> and they, yeah. Yeah, you must yes. have been painting. I'm sure you were painting a lot for two years. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> busting your ass. <laughs> this is what happens when you bust your ass for two years straight. You can do this. Right. You know. It's just like you got to yeah. bust your ass. Put the work ass. in. That's the thing. Put the work in, right? Yeah. The, the desire to but, be good is not enough. You have to do the work. Yeah. If you are if you are if you are tired, you need to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You need to keep doing. And you you never wait for inspiration. The inspiration done. I don't know. Yeah. For yeah. me, the, for, for me, the inspiration is non-existent for me because you need you need to find a working man like 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 Pablo Picasso says. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. If you wait around for in- inspiration, you're going to do like one painting a year. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's get like, it. and half, yeah. the, half the time, you know, you, you don't get inspired until you're halfway through a painting and you see how great it is. Then that gives you the rush yep. and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, well, it's and a, I would go so far. I'd like to say too, for anybody else out there, that's not a painter because I'm not a painter and here I am on this. It's important to also mention that dark art includes a lot of things, whether that's filmmaking or literary works or sculpting or drawing or any of these other mediums. And that advice that Chet is giving right now is the same for all of those other mediums, which is that like, I'm more of a filmmaker and a writer than I'm in anything. Right. But I'm a, I'm really a dark artist. I'm a dark writer. I'm a dark filmmaker, whatever the fuck (laughs) you want to call me. But the bottom line is, is that the work that I do requires, 
requires a lot of work. And a lot of the time it's not terribly gratifying and it doesn't feel like it's going right. And it's frustrating and it's confusing and it's tiring and exhausting. But at the same time, if you put the work in, eventually you hit that point where you realize, oh shit, it's something. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's yeah. when it gets exciting. And you just got to keep, you know, pushing through till you get to that point, no matter what your medium is. And I'm just interjecting that because a lot of the time on this podcast, we end up talking a lot about painters. It is. It's paint I am not a painter, <laughs> but I know there are other people out there listening that are also not painters that are artists. Right. And there's a lot of type. So a lot yeah. of type of dark artists. I agree. I agree. It's and you know, agree, man. yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a great point. It's, it all comes back to the work, you know? And, uh, uh, I don't know. I just think what, 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 you know, I think this, this whole movement is just very important. And so I want to, I think advice like that is very, is very good advice to hear from someone like you, who's only been painting a couple of years with these amazing results, what you can do if you bust your ass and we need, the movement needs more artists like yourself that's doing this, yes. this great work. And so I, you know, I encourage these you know, artists I see out there that are just starting and I encourage them, you know, to just bust your ass and get as good as Dos Diablos, you know? Brenya's trying to get a cameo here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I agree with everything Chet's saying. My dog, Brenya, woke up because she knows the podcast is over and, and knows I'm going to go out and smoke and she's all like making noise and like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm on the podcast. <laughs> this whole time. If we're gonna end this podcast, don't put the music when when you start like uh, saying goodbye because sometimes they they don't they don't hear good. Okay. Yeah, this is like the like this is like the Oscars when the people want the actors want to go and start with the music. <laughs> I think like that, man. <laughs> good, good point. Good call. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot for coming on and making the time. It was great talking to you. And uh, yeah. I look forward to seeing your, your new work on Instagram and look forward to showing with you at Copro on October 7th. Yeah, October 7th. See you there. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Mike, for, for having me. Sorry if I don't if I don't if I don't talk too much because I like to talk with the people on on person, you know. Oh, you were great, man! It was my pleasure. You're you're an awesome conversationalist. Totally yeah. enjoyed it, hundred percent. Great, great podcast. All right, uh, thanks everyone for you did, listening. Trust me, you did better in Eng in English than I would have done in Spanish. I promise you that. <laughs> Maybe we need we need to do one podcast with in in in, in Spanish, man. Have me try it. Oh man, yeah. I would I would blow it so bad, but it'd be funny. It'd be great. It'd be really funny because I'd blow it. <laughs> Y'all, uh, yo hablo español un poquito, pero. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, totally. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Diablo. And, uh, Muchas gracias. We'll see you all soon.